Welcome to Shas Illuminated. Please enjoy the following shear. Today we're learning Daf Ayin Vav Amud Aleph, and we're beginning with the Mishnah on the bottom of Daf Ayin Hey Amud Beis. The Mishnah is continuing with the discussion of how to roast the carbon Pesach, and the Mishnah says as follows: Noga becharsoi shel tanur. If the carbon Pesach touched the earthenware of the oven, in other words, it's roasting, it's hanging in the oven, roasting as it's supposed to, but at some point a part of the carbon Pesach touches the wall or the ceiling or the floor of the tanur, um, and that's a problem, as we'll see in the Gemara, but that's a problem because that means that not every part of the carbon Pesach was being roasted directly by the fire because some heat was transmitted from the wall of the oven to the carbon Pesach. So if it's Noga Bechar Soishel Tanur, if the carbon Pesach touches the Cheres, the earthenware of the Tanur, Yikloif Es you have to peel that place. In other words, peel off the outer layer of the place where it touched. What about another case? Notaf If some of the juice of the carbon pesach dripped and it splashed onto the cheres, onto the wall of the tanner or the floor of the tanner, the chazar elav, and it splashed back onto the carbon pesach. So then we're chayshish that the roitiv, which became heated by the wall of the oven, um, um, became absorbed into the carbon Pesach. So, Yitoel Es Mekayma, you have to take the place. That's a little bit of a deeper cutting out than just peeling off the outer layer. You have to take out like a, 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 a chunk of the carbon Pesach where the, the juice hit it. Notaf al Let's say some of the roitiv, some of the juice of the carbon Pesach dripped onto fine flour. So are you allowed to eat that flour? Says the Mishnah, Yikmoitz es mekayma. You should take a handful, a kmitza, a handful of soilus around where it dripped, and you should burn it. Okay, so that's all in terms of dealing with um, uh, the effect of other things on heating the carbon Pesach. Now the Mishnah brings a different Indian. Sachay b'shemen truma. What if you smeared on the outside of the carbon Pesach oil of truma? So, kehanim are allowed to eat truma. Yisraelim are not allowed to eat truma. So, im chaburas kehanim. If it's a group of kehanim, yoichlu, they can eat. That's great. They can they can they can enjoy the carbon Pesach. However. If it's um, Imshal Yisrael, if it's a group of people from Yisrael who are not allowed to eat truma, so then somehow we have to get rid of this shemen off the carbon pesach in order to eat it. So Imchaihu, if the carbon pesach is raw, so Yadichenu, wash it off because we're not afraid that the oil got absorbed into the carbon pesach if it was cold. The Imtslihu, but if it was roasted, so then Yikloif es hachitzain. Then you should peel off the outer layer of the carbon pesach to be able to to get rid of the effect of the oil on the carbon pesach. We'll see more about this in the Gemara as well. Sochoi b'shemen shel If you smeared on the 
Karton Pesach oil of Meiser Sheni. And Meiser Sheni, we've learned, it's, it's, is eaten in Yerushalayim. And of course, the Karton Pesach is being brought in Yerushalayim. So Be'etzim, it's fine to put oil on the Karton Pesach, that's Meiser Sheni. However, lo ya'asenu domim al b'nei chabura. You should not make it into money for the b'nei chabura. Do not make the people in the chabura pay for the oil of Meiser Sheni. She'ein poidin Meiser Sheni b'Yerushalayim. Because there's a halacha, although when someone has Meiser Sheni fruits, let's say, let's say someone has grapes, that are Meiser Sheni, and he lives far out of Yerushalayim. He lives in Bnei Brak. And so he's allowed to be paid to those grapes and turn it into money in order to bring it into, into Eretz Yisrael. But once you have Meiser Sheni food in Yerushalayim, you're not allowed to turn it into money. So therefore, in a similar way, Taisva says it's a Takonas Chachamim, that just like you're not allowed to turn the Meiser Sheni into money, you're not allowed to use it to make money. You don't do commerce with the Meiser Sheni and sell it. You should not make it money for the Bnei Chabura. Because we're not paid the Meiser Sheni in Yerushalayim. Okay, Zokti Gemara, the Gemara now goes into a fundamental Indian in the dinam of Ma'achalois Asurois. That's worth a very, very special amud. That's uh, that's worth our time and attention. Um, every amud is worth our time and attention, but it's it's worth special time and attention. Itmar, the Gemara, it was said, Cham l'say Cham. If you have something hot that fell into something hot, let's say something hot which was an aser which fell into something hot, which is mutter. And the question is if the bottom thing is, becomes aser. Or you have something fleshig on, that's hot, that fell into something milchig that's hot, or vice versa. So something hot that fell into something hot, divrei hakoil, aser, everybody holds that it's aser. I just moved to that ayin vavamur and everyone holds that it's aser. Here's the rule that the entire amud that we're learning today is, depends on. Cold things in general do not transfer taste. If two cold things touch each other, one of them is milchig, one of them is fleshig, or one is kosher, one is not kosher, the taste does not get transferred, even if they're touching each other. But when there's heat involved, heat makes food expel their taste and absorb taste. So if it's cham l'say cham, if something hot falls into something hot, so then we assume that the taste of the two mixed, and there is the taste of the of the uh, uh, the hot thing that spilled in, in, into the uh, lower hot thing. There, the taste is there. So if a little bit of milk spilled into a meat stew, let's say. So we'll, we say that some of the milk became absorbed into the meat stew, and even if I would take out the milk, it, you know, if I could see what milk is there and take it out, it doesn't matter. The heat made the taste transfer into the meat into the meat stew. So that's aser. Tzaynein l'saych tzaynein. If cold dripped into cold, so divrei hakol mutter. Everyone holds its mutter. Of course, you should take out that which is aser. 
but, but we don't say that the taste transferred. Now what happens if it's not exactly uniform? What happens if it's cham l'seich tzaynein or v'tzaynein l'seich cham? What happens if something hot, let's say a hot piece of meat, falls into a bowl of milk or a cold piece of meat falls into a bowl of hot milk? So there, which, which way does it go? Do we say that what's hot heats up what's cold and now they're both hot? Or do we say that what's cold cools off what's hot and now they're both cold and the taste is not being transferred? Does, how does taste transfer? So this is a machlekes Rav and Shmuel. Rav Omar Ilo'ogovar. Rav says the upper one is stronger. Ushmuel Omar Tato'ogovar. And Shmuel says the lower one is stronger. Meaning as follows. Let's take our piece of meat that falls into a bowl of milk. So if the meat falls into the... If the meat was hot and the milk was cold... So Rav says, Rav says the heat of the meat expresses itself, affects the, the, the cold milk, and makes the milk that it hits hot, and now there's a transfer of taste between the meat and the milk. But Shmuel says that only Tatogavar, that the lower one is the one that's stronger. So if a hot piece of meat falls into a cold bowl of milk, so the cold milk is stronger and it quickly cools off the hot meat and there's no transfer of taste. Okay, so that's the machlaikas Rav and Shmuel and now the Gemara will try to bring Rayas back and forth about this machlaikas. And we begin with our Mishnah, of course. Tanan, we learned in our Mishnah. If some of the juice of the carbon Pesach drips onto the wall of the oven, and then it, 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 it sprays back onto the carbon Pesach, you have to take off, you have to cut out the place where this Reitev uh, um, spilled. Now, what's the case? They initially thought, when they learned the Mishnah, that becheres tzaynenes. They initially thought that the cheres of the oven was was cold. In other words, that the I guess it was towards the beginning of the heating up of the carbon pesach, and the cheres was cold. It wasn't it wasn't boiling hot. So now, let's think about what happened here. The the hot liquid came out of the carbon pesach and hit a cold oven. And then it's sprayed back onto the carbon Pesach. And it says that that's a problem. You have to cut that away. Why do you have to cut that away, Frekti Gemara? Bishlam al-Rav. It's good according to Rav. De'omar ilo'ogavar. Rav says that the, the, the top thing is stronger. So then the thing that's hitting the, 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 the secondary thing is stronger. So So now I understand why you have to take off a piece of the carbon Pesach. Because this is the process that happened. The Ozal Reitev, because the juice went. Marsach it boiled up, it heated up the Cheres, the earthenware of the oven. And now that the oven became hot, 
So now it shears its heat back with the roitev. And now this heated up cheres heats up the roitev. And then when the roitev, when the juice goes back and touches the carbon pesach, Komatvi Pesach, it's roasting the carbon Pesach, Machmas Chamimusa de Cheres, from the heat of the Cheres. Because the Reutev heats up the Cheres, which then in return um, uh, transfers heat back into the Reutev, which transfers it back into the carbon Pesach. So if you say Agavar, that when something hot hits something cold, it heats up the cold, so then it makes sense that you would have a problem. Verachmana Omar, because the Torah says Tzliyesh, that the roasting has to be from the fire. Veloitzli machmas dovaracher, and not that it's roasted because of something else. El Shmuel, but according to Shmuel. The Omar Tato Ogovar, which says that the bottom is stronger. So when the hot roite fell onto the cold oven, it was cooled off by the oven, and thus the oven wasn't made hot by the roite, but rather the, it, the, the, the oven cooled off the roite. So, so this cheres, this earthenware, kivan ditsainenhu, since it is cold, Akure mekar leilaroitev. It cools off the, the juice. It cools off the, the, the roitev. So amayitelis mekaymai. So why do you now have to take off the area where it hit the back onto the carbon pesach? It's cold roitev. It's not transferring any taste. So the Gemara says, Kida Omar Rabirmiya Omar Shmuel. Like Rabirmiya said in the name of Shmuel, we'll see in a few minutes a an, a similar uh, case where Rabirmiya said in the name of Shmuel that Besoilas Roisachas, that the case is flour which is hot. We'll see when we deal with the with the with the flour case of the Mishnah. But that's what Rabbi Yirmiyah Omar Shmuel said regarding the flour, that it was hot. So Hachanami, in our case also, Becheres Roiseach, we're talking about earthenware that was, um, that was boiling hot. The oven had been heated up, which is the way we read the Mishnah. The oven had been heated up, so therefore, whether you hold Tata'a Govar or you hold Ila'a Govar, in either case, when the Roitev hits the oven, there's definitely a transfer of heat, and when the roitev goes back and hits the carbon pesach, it's certainly transferring the heat from the wall of the oven into the carbon pesach, which is a problem. Now let's get to the to the Silas case. Tanan, which says further on in our Mishnah, notaf me roitvoy al hasoilas. If some of the juice of the carbon pesach drips onto flour. So we said, You have to take a handful out and get rid of it. So we originally thought that we were talking about cold flour. So hot juice from the carbon Pesach fell into cold flour. Certainly that's the pastures that you would assume. So the Gemara says, Bishlama Rav, it's good according to Rav de Omar Govar, which says that the upper thing is stronger. So Mishum Hachi that's why you have to take a handful out. Why? The Gemara goes through exactly what happens. Because the Marsach Lo 
because the roitev heats up the soilus, the hadar hoidarnia, and the hadar hoidarnia, which then spreads, it goes around, that area of soilus is heated up by the roitev. The hadra soilus umar sechalay and then the soilus, which became hot, then heats up the roitev. So there's a transfer, there's a heating, they're heating each other up. So now you have roitev, which was heated up, roitev of a carbon pesach, which was heated up by something other than other, which was heated up by something other than the fire, the slee the of the fire, and therefore it becomes also to eat because you can't prepare a carbon pesach that way. So that's good. Verachmana Omar and the Torah says Tzliyesh that the, every part of the carbon pesach has to be prepared by roasting it specifically on a fire. Veloit Tzli Machmas Dover and not that it was roasted from something else. Elolishmuel de Omar Tato Ogavar. But according to Shmuel, who says that the bottom thing is stronger, meaning in this case the soilus, the cold soilus, is stronger. So soilus, this flower, kivan de tsoinenesi, since it is cold, akure komekarle, so then it cools off the roitev. But certainly there's no heat getting transferred to the roitev. So lamali yikmaitzas mekaymai, why do you have to take off a handful of the soilus? It's no problem at all. You can eat the roitev with the soilus, and it's not a problem. Nothing, nothing heated up the roitev. Omar Rabbi Yirmiya, Omar Shmuel, Rabbi Yirmiya said in the name of Shmuel, this is the Rabbi Yirmiya, Omar Shmuel, that was quoted before, B'Soyles Roisachas. It must be that we're talking about, according to Shmuel, that the flour was hot flour, so when the juice of the carbon Pesach fell into the hot flour, the heat from the flour affected the juice from the carbon Pesach, and that's not Sliyesh, and therefore it's Aser, and therefore the whole area needs to be taken out. Okay, now we go even further in our Mishnah. Tanan, we learned in the Mishnah that Sochoi B'Shemen Shel Truma, that if you smeared oil of Truma on top of, on, on the carbon Pesach, Truma, let's remind ourselves, is something that I take off my crops or my fruits or anything that I harvest and I give a small amount to the Kayan. It belongs to the Kayan. And it has a certain kedusha that it can't become tameh and it can't be eaten by by Yisrael, by Yisrael. So now that it's on the carbon pesach, the Mishnah had said, "Im chaburas kaihanim." If the whole group were kaihanim, so yoichlu they could eat it. Im shel Yisrael. But if the group had Yisraels in it, so they can't eat the the truma. So now there's a problem. And the Mishnah had said, "Im chayhu." If the carbon pesach is still raw, it wasn't roasted yet. So yadi chenu, you should you should rinse it off, rinse the oil off, put on regular oil. Imtslihu, but if it was roasted, so then you're afraid that the oil absorbed in. So yikloif es and you should peel off the outside. Frakti gemara. Bishlama l'rav de Omar ilo ogavar. It's good, according to Rav, who says that the upper thing is stronger. So Amtu Lahachi Sagile Beklipa. So that's why it's enough 
just to take the outer layer off and not to worry that the oil really absorbed into the carbon Pesach. Why? Because what's the ilah? What's the above here? What's on top? The oil. Because the oil is being put down onto the carbon Pesach. The carbon Pesach is the recipient of the oil. So the recipient is called the tata'a, the lower, and the thing that's being put on it, that's the ilah, that's the upper. So if, if Rav says ilah govar, so then you have cold oil that's being put onto a hot carbon Pesach. If cold oil is being put onto a hot carbon Pesach, so then we say that it doesn't really make the oil hot. So they clip the point of contact that you have to take off. The actual place where the oil hit the carbon Pesach, that you have to take off. But you don't have to worry that it got absorbed in because Ilo'o Govar. So Amtu Lahachi, because of this, Sagi Leibaklipa, it's enough just with the, with the outer peel. Mishum di Ilo'o Tzaynenu. Because the Ilo'o is cold. The thing that's being put on is cold. But according to Shmuel that says the recipient, the receiver, the lower one, is what's stronger. Since the carbon Pesach is hot, and it does not get mitigated, this heat does not get mitigated at all by the, by the oil, because it heats up the oil. So since it's hot, it should get absorbed. So Amai Sagile Beklipa, why is it enough with an outside peel? Nitzar Legamri, it should become completely usser, that we should say that the oil spreads through the whole thing. So the Gemara says, no, Shani Sicha, the Mashahu Baalmahu Da Avida. When you're smearing oil on, it's such a small amount that even if we say Tata Govar, we don't assume that it absorbed all the way in. Okay, so that is the rayas that the Gemara brings regarding this famous machlaikas between Rav and Shmuel, whether or not the recipient of the of uh, 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 the recipient is the stronger one, or the thing that comes from on top is the stronger one. And Rav says ilo'a govar, the thing that comes from on top is stronger. So if what's ilo'a, if what's on top is cold. So then there's no transfer of taste. If what's on top is hot, that's when you have to worry about a transfer of taste. And according to Shmuel, the opposite, tato'ogovar, that it's the recipient, it's the thing that it's landing on that's stronger. And if that's hot, so then we say that heat affects what came onto it and there's a transfer of taste. And if that thing that it landed on is cold, then we say that it mitigates and, and weakens the heat and there is no transfer of taste. Okay, so now the Gemara brings a raya, um, we'll see it's really two rayas to Shmuel from a b'raisa. Tanya kavosei de Shmuel, we have a b'raisa like Shmuel. Cham l'soi cham oser. The b'raisa says, hat into hat is oser. V'chein tsoinein shenosan l'soi cham oser. If something cold goes into something hot, it's oser. There you have it. That it seems from there that 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 the that tata govar that the that the lower thing is hot that's a problem. Cham but if something hot falls into something cold, so if you hold tata govar, there's no problem. 
or something cold falls into something cold, then you just have to you just have to wash it off. So the Gemara says, okay, so that's that's a raya to Shmuel, but the Gemara has a little bit of an issue with it, and the Gemara says like this. If something hot falls onto something cold, you just have to wash it off. We learned not like that before. Before when we were learning, we said that the point of contact, of course, needs to be taken off. When Even if something hot hits something cold, and you hold that the cold is stronger, tata or govar, so therefore it doesn't get absorbed all the way in, but the point of contact, like when we spoke about the oil on the carbon Pesach, the point of contact needs to be taken off. And that's what the Gemara says, Kivan de Chamhu, since it's hot, Ademekarle, while it's making the, the, the thing that fell on it cold, but Yevshadele Bola Porta, it's impossible that it didn't absorb a tiny drop. Klipa Mioniboy is a peeling of, of the outer shell, definitely should need. Eloema, rather the way you should read the Brisa is that if something hot falls onto something cold, Kailef, you should peel off the outer layer. But if something cold falls onto something cold, then there's absolutely no transfer of taste. So so then you wash it. Another brisa, Tanya Idach, we learned in another brisa, a similar brisa. Basa Roiseach, if you have, this is similar to the mushal that I gave you in the beginning of the Amr. Basa Roiseach, if you have hot meat, that fell into boiling milk, so both were hot. Or cold meat, that fell into hot milk. Asr, in both cases it's Asr. Again, you see Tato'a Govar, that what's below is the stronger one. But Cham L'Seich if the meat was hot and the milk was cold, or V'Tzaynein L'Seich or they both were cold, so Meidiyach, so all you have to do is wash it off. And then we have the same kasha again. If it's hot into cold, you have to wash it off. Since it's hot, so while it's cooling it off, it's impossible that it didn't absorb a little bit. It should at least have to take off the outer peel. So rather read the bright so that if something hot falls onto something cold, you have to take off the outer layer because it absorbs the drop. But if it's uh, but if it's cold into cold, then meidiach, then you could wash it off. Okay, um, let's learn a drop more here. Um, the Gemara continues to discuss this din that hot transfers taste, but cold does not transfer taste. If you remember when I introduced this halacha in the beginning of the Amur, I said that generally cold doesn't transfer taste, because there are cases where it does. Omar Mar, the Tano had said, that if cold falls onto cold, so then you just have to rinse it off. Omar Rav Huna, Rav Huna said, That's only if it wasn't salted. But if it's salted, it's if it's salted, it makes it like it's hot and it does transfer, it does transfer taste. The Omar Shmuel, as we find that Shmuel said, Maliach, 
Something that is salted, harehu kereiseach, it's like it's boiling. Kavush, if something is soaked, harehu kemevushal, it's like it's cooked. So if something um, falls into something and stays in it for a long time, if a piece of um, meat falls into a, a bowl of milk and stays in there for a long time, then it's kemevushal, then it's like as if it, it, it cooked there because of the long amount of time that it was there. Omar Rava, Rava said, Hada Omar Shmuel, Meliach, Hareyu Kiroiseach, this that Shmuel said that if it's salted, it's like it's boiling, that has to be really salted. Loyamoron, it was only said, Eloshaloy Neechal Machmas Molchoy, only if it's so salted that it can't be eaten because it's so salty. But Kolzman, it's a light layer of salt that's edible. Loi, we don't say there's enough there that it's considered as if it's roiseach, as if it's boiling, and we'll stop for daf ayin vav over here and continue be'ezer Hashem next time. You have been listening to a shear from shasilluminated.org. For other shearim on many topics, or to hear an eon shear on any daf in shas, including myrmakimus on each shear, please visit www.shasilluminated.org. To order CDs or for more information, please call 203-312-SHAS. That's 203-312-7427. Or email info at shasilluminated.org.